Stardate 47634.44 Captain's Log We've gotten information from Starfleet to investigate a space anomaly not too far from where we're currently at. They do haven't given me much information, but they don't seem to be mm, enthused or very excited about this particular anomaly. It's probably why they're sending the Komodo and not something else like a flagship. Well, we'll scan it and see what we can find. God damn it, we're just as good as good of a crew as any other crew in Starfleet. So you guys get um, just sort of a system-wide uh, update, right? Saying, you know, this is what our next mission as a ship is. This is where we're heading. Here's why we're heading here. Starfleet has reported uh, a small anon anomaly. Excuse me. Anomaly. <laughs> uh, and they need you to find more out about it. So... Unless there's anything you want to do before you actually approach the anomaly, we could just skip right to that. Can't think of anything. I kept thinking of um, trying to think of some sort of downtime backstory that I could uh, grow uh, in the however many episodes we ever end up doing. Right. Um, <laughs> like your, your uh, stretching in 80s leotards or yeah, on, like, like tai, tai Chi. chi. Yeah. Well, I was thinking... Oh my gosh, yes. Like me working out with the yeah. fat lip. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. Um, Just fighting those skull guys in the holodeck. I mm -hmm. was thinking I would maybe be like trying to make hybrid alien plants. Oh, sure. Just because. You're just in your little botany... Bay doing weird experiments on your plants. Pretty much. Nice. Yeah, I'm probably meditating a la, you know, other Vulcans and <laughs> their telepathic species. That's probably right. my ideal. Hmm. I feel like I'd be doing Billy Blank's Tybo like all day every day. <laughs> <laughs> you are specifically doing Billy Blank's Tybo. Yeah, yeah she's absolutely. got a holographic Billy Blank's in yeah. the ancient Earth magician warrior. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she she can't get the holodeck time to actually go on the holodeck and do a, like Billy Blake's yeah. typo, but she has one of those like little hollow projections of him yeah. in her quarters, and so she yeah. just runs it and like typos at the tiny like, Billy Blanks hologram, <laughs> like that thing Data had of Tasha wow. Yar. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. exactly. Yep, that's Jesus. that's my thing. Yep. Or Riker nice. had like two really beautiful women who were like oh that's right or something. Yeah. Oh God. Surprise. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, Sha uh, Savia is um, meditating, but like instead of focusing my mental energy to never have emotions like Vulcans do, I'm like trying to like I don't know feel the ghost of technology or whatever. Like try to get to the bottom of <laughs> oh sure yeah why yep. I can commune with technology. Yep. Creepy. Cool. Okay. I'm just working on getting uh, forbidden treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a score, like a score system for like like a bingo card for the um, ship? Oh man, no, that's crass. Well, <laughs> there's a lot that's of stuff crass. you do and say is crass, my dear. I keep a private journal. It's <laughs> where I write down all my deep thoughts and stuff. All right. Well, so uh, Loxus is writing in her journal. Uh, Penny's doing Tybo in her quarters with little Billy Blanks yelling at her in a slightly high-pitched voice since he's so small. Uh, Poza 
Israel is in the Botany Bay splicing genes together like some sort of mad scientist. Yup. And Shakel is uh, meditating just quietly in a serene space trying to get in touch with her her tech sense. I got like a big weird candle. <laughs> it's got like space Jesus on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so... You're, that's your off time, you know, and then your shift, you all work the standard day shift, right? Like 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. or God knows how early. Uh, and the captain has, well, not necessarily the captain, but you've noticed, you look at your schedule and you all noticed that you've been slated to be on the bridge today. Ooh. Uh, it appears that you all have the sort of background or expertise or knowledge in areas that um, are required on the bridge as you're approaching this space anomaly. Okay, so are we like heading to the bridge or are we already there? I am there. Um, it's alright, you're there. there. I'm okay. very so. prompt. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the bridge. No, I haven't. No, I, haven't. <laughs> I was journaling, remember? Just, just being an asshole. Uh, you, uh, the captain's there. She's pacing back and forth. And she, you know, she doesn't look nervous so much as she just looks annoyed. Uh, and there's an ensign sitting in. What's the thing that's not navigation? The thing next up Jordy sits in. Uh, uh it's not navigation? <laughs> Con? <laughs> Com? Like the thing that's next to Wesley Crusher. Wesley Crusher's always on navigation. Is it? Um, Whatever that thing is. It's just like seems to be like like, yeah. Just like another station where you scan shit, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's an ensign sitting there and he says Captain, we're approaching the anomaly now. It appears to be it appears to be an aging black hole. Uh-oh. And the captain looks confused. She says to... Okay, so... Shaquille and Penny, what are your areas in Starfleet that you do? Shaquille, you are... Engineering. Engineering. And Penny, you are... Linguistics. Linguistics, okay. She points at Shaquille and she points at you to take over on one of the stations. She says, would you scan that again, please? Sure thing. Doesn't that doesn't seem right? The we we Starfleet has already charted this area of space ages ago when ships passed through here all the time. There's no way that an aging black hole could be here. So am I gonna roll for this? Um, you don't need to roll because we're just gonna say you take your time to do it. Yeah. And the the captain, well, the ensign's right. It does, but the captain's also right. It does appear to be an aging black hole that has been here for uh, millennia, right? Black holes are, I mean, black holes arise. I don't know if they ever disappear, um, but it's, it's, it's basically space old. It's that old. It's old. Mm-hmm. And now she's really perplexed. She's like, I don't think this makes any sense. I need a small team to get. <laughs> she's not laughing. I am. <laughs> four, maybe. I need, I need a small team. <laughs> of four women, maybe. To get here. in a shuttlecraft <laughs> and get closer to this anomaly and scan it in more detail. Luckily, there's four people stationed on the bridge right now. And they can scan the shit out of some shit. Mm-hmm. She, she says, well, I don't... I'll relay this information back to Starfleet. But I think, honestly, this is something else. It can't possibly be a black hole. So I want you, you, you and you. <laughs> she points at the four of you. Uh, go check this thing out, would you? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Does Takov prefer to be called ma'am or sir? Uh, she doesn't care, honestly. Okay. She's a Vulcan. 
Yes, Captain. My She's captain. a Vulcan. So are we She's are we shuttling over to it, or is that the plan? I mean, that's what the captain's ordered you to do. Okay, so that is what she ordered us to do. All right, is one of us a pilot? That's a good question. I mean, you sure. all have basic, oh, you all you all have basic piloting. Yeah, I mean, skills I guess O'Brien pilots the runabouts and stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're lieutenant. I can do it. You're lieutenants. You know but how you're to- blind, motherfucker. Oh, maybe someone else should do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll fly. Well, I watched right. a lot of this 90s movie called Top Gun, and I really feel like I can do it. Maybe so. we should let Locks do it. She's the commander. Um, I guess. Who, so who has the highest... Let me look at the approaches. If we want to get technical... Maybe quick or clever? I would say... Whatever the take your time and do it right is. Careful. Mm, no. Be careful on mine zero. <laughs> Not plus three. Clever. Did we just hear you say Top Gun or? I did say. <laughs> <laughs> I would say pilots need to be quick, right? So I would That's say quick. You think Tom Paris, right? He's the quickest, best pilot. In I feel like all of the highest one, the highest quick we have is two. And I'm I'm there with some other of us. Me, I'm also. Yeah, I think right. we all well, have then, two for quick. I guess we're I all guess. two with quick. Do you guys want to want to do a rock paper scissors? Be well, honest. It sounded like sounded like Loxus was fine doing it. I might actually yeah. change because I um when I remember we were I was listening to the last episode when we did the setup. I might actually change a uh, swap quick and sneaky, so I'd be plus one in quick and plus two in sneaky. Get your um, sneak on, girl. Let's address that after this, okay. because there is a time when you can change stuff, but um, if you want to switch that, it really has no bearing on the current situation. No, I yeah. think Glox has already, already volunteered, so... Yep, she's she is, She is Tyler theoretically Lox. in command, so if she wants to do that, she should be able to do that. I want to fly. Let the girl fly. <laughs> I want to fly. I want to fly. Let me do it. You guys go to the shuttle bay? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're just fucking yammering to each other. I'm in the driver's seat. <laughs> just talking shit. Yeah, this is like as we're walking there. And then we got there and then we were like kind of arguing in front of the shuttle. And then you we were like, the and not uh, Posa was like, what if I started doing some different training in the holiday? <laughs> All right. So you're in the shuttlecraft. <laughs> Do you think 20- so? Lox is the pilot. Am I sitting like up front with her? And then those two in the back. Uh, I keep thinking of a Battlestar a, spa- a Battlestar shuttle. There's not like an extra little science station. Well, there, I guess technically there is. Depends on what we're flying. This is like in. this is probably just a regular shuttle, not like a runabout. Yeah, right? yeah, is, we're probably just sitting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a bunk. Not, I mean, is it a bunk bed? I don't. You tell me. It's your ship. It's four people <laughs> in a ship. What's the one that's bigger than a bunk bed? The Previa. The, the Previa. Um, the yeah. like just regular shuttle. Yes. Yep. Yep. So you got, you know, you got plenty of science stations, you got plenty of seating, you got plenty of bunks for the four. Right. Transporter in the back. Yep. Whole deal. Transporter in the back. So um, the captain wanted you to do a bunch of scanning so she wasn't going to send you out in the shitty runabout, right? right? Bunk bed wouldn't make sense for this. Yeah. You guys, uh, um, Chief operator, what is the? What are the guys? What are the people who run the shuttlecraft bays? Uh, oh, I don't know. Do they I have? Guess, uh, I think we have to. Yet. We have to improv a new name. Yeah, it wouldn't be transporter chief McKinley. No, it'd be. It'd be lieutenant. Probably, probably lieutenant. Yeah. Lieutenant. <laughs> There's so many names in the world. This is my favorite part of the podcast, you guys. <laughs> Lieutenant Marriott. (laughs) I was wondering where this is going to go. Oh, she does not disappoint. Lieutenant Marriott is well-traveled, has been to many places in her life. She loves to travel. (laughs) What's her first name? So is that Uh, two words, Lieutenant Marriott, or is Marriott the last name? Oh, that's Marriott. Yes, Lieutenant Marriott. Ott. Even better. <laughs> wow. She loves to travel, so it's Lieutenant Ott, Mary to her friends. <laughs> Mary nice. Her Miss friends. Mary, if you nasty. <laughs> which um, which uh, shuttle bay are we in? We'll say one, because that's probably where the nice shuttles are. Are we big enough to have more than one? 
It's a Komodo. I don't know how many shuttle bays the uh, an Excelsior class is. Like, Excelsior is not a small ship. Maybe two shuttle bays, probably. No. Uh. So. So she uh, beep boops on her little thing, and the shuttle bay hangar door comes open. You guys are sitting in your shuttle shuttle craft. You can lift off and go out into space. She gives you a wave. I would just like to suggest that for Shuttle Bay 2, we have Lieutenant uh, Cher Iden. <laughs> yes. I really feel like that should be our Or secret. hi at. Yeah. <laughs> I like hi I like hi at because it goes with Mary Ott. Yeah. <laughs> Ott and at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're, they're cousins or something. They're- yeah. <laughs> 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 Especially if it's spelled the same, like an A-T-T, yeah, it's like an O-T-T, say, and it's just pronounced differently. It's yeah. just pronounced yeah. differently. So Mary oh, like Ott, that. it's actually A-T-T, but it's a, lo- it's a long A, it's an Ott. <laughs> and then in Shuttle Bay 2 is Lieutenant Hi-At. And it's spelled the same way, but she pronounces her last name with uh, the short A, At. Ant. <laughs> adding this to the pin board. Here we go. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the world building that our fans have grown to love. Something <laughs> tune in for. Yeah. <laughs> Stellar world building. Uh, oh god. Yeah, they're actually cousins. Um they're from two different uh branches of the At family. Um at one point <laughs> one branch, you know, branched off and started pronouncing their last name Ot. And the other branch, you know, Start kept the traditional pronunciation of at. So mm. there you go. There you go. And they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but they're still having sex. <laughs> I mean, they're probably like twelfth cousins. So yeah, they could have as much sex as they want. I mean, yeah, if they're a first cousin, they still could. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. can. I mean, brothers and sisters can, Heather. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's possible. I've anyway, seen, we're flying I've, through space. <laughs> Did Dr. you see Fred that dancing, uh, the ice dancing, uh, the shib sibs? Oh, yeah, the two siblings. <laughs> that are ice dancing champions? Yeah. Oh, boy. It's real weird. Mm-hmm. Sound weird. I would not want my brother touching that much in my body. Mm-mm. Are we talking like Blades of Glory, or are we talking like real life? Well, real, real life. life. It's real, real life. life. It, oh, they won okay. a bronze. Actually, they won two bronzes. Oh, good for oh. them. Yeah, good mm-hmm. on you. So, uh, you're flying in space, anyone wanna, you know, give us some of that classic mammary alpha and, uh, <laughs> do a scan? I'm scanning like a motherfucker up here. I ain't okay. scanning shit. <laughs> That's why I'm <laughs> Should I roll for that, or? Yeah, I am actually gonna make you roll. Let me set a, let me set the difficulty. I have to go back to my scale here. Loxus is leaned back in her chair with her feet up. Mm-hmm. That will be a... Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That will be a careful roll. And hold on, I haven't set a thing in my mind. So before you tell me, because that will influence. I have rolled, but you tell me. Okay, what did you get? Three. Oh, good. Okay. So now that you're closer to it, you're getting a lot of conflicting data. Um. From further away, it definitely read as an older wormhole, but you're getting some conflicting readings that suggest that this wormhole is actually also fairly new. I'd uh, like to um, make a really specific scan. Sure. Can I scan for chroniton particles? <laughs> yeah, you totally can. Yep, yep. I'm scanning right now. Ooh, I got a... Ooh, that, I did worse. I got a, a one. Okay. So, um, you, let's see, that would be creating or discovering, creating an advantage on an aspect you already know about, well, or that you're trying to find here. Let me see. Discovering an aspect. So you failed. So you didn't really discover anything other than what you already knew. Um, I still strongly suspect chroniton particles are part right. of this. Right. You, you're, um, you don't believe one, I mean... You still have a hunch, but your scan did not bolster your hunch. So, um, 
So yeah, so that's what you know. Okay, Does is it possible that my awareness ability would come into this? Um, instead of a stunt, we got two of these abilities at the beginning. Do you remember? You had, as specifically as a telepath, right? Yeah, as a telepath. Yeah. What were your two abilities? Uh, awareness is one. Um, talent mm-hmm. affects the physical senses as well as more esoteric. Okay. Um, ESP, life sense, aura okay. reading, psychom- psychometry. Like, and, okay. And then telekinesis, but that doesn't apply here. Okay. So that, you can try it. You know that that's more like ghost ship sort of stuff. Like if you're in a haunted house and you're looking for, you know, psychic or disturbances just, just or something really like that. to really tell where the like actors are hiding in the yes. ghost house. <laughs> um, but you could give it a shot. Do I roll for it again? Uh, yeah, give me a roll. And are we going to do careful on this one, or are we doing something else? We decided that you're... Well, I would say careful, because okay. when you tr- when we decided that when you went into a room and instantly wanted to know something about it, it would be clever. But in this situation, since I think you're yeah, taking, we are our time, taking our time, go ahead and do careful. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, two. Okay. You do actually read some... Um, like mental signatures and uh, you instantly get uncomfortable because the mental signatures that you're reading yours is in there. Oh fuck. Chronoton particles. I'm 100% sure it's chronoton particles. And the longer you quote unquote listen, the more signatures you get that resemble the three women in the shuttlecraft with you. Um, I think I would tell my buddies about this. Yeah, sure. Dude, what do you say to them? You guys, I think this is some kind of temporal bullshit. I'm sensing all <laughs> of us. <laughs> temporal bullshit. Awesome. I, I use that phrasing. Exactly. Should I yes. slow down? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's funny as you say that you feel the pull on the um, shuttlecraft. From the black hole intensifies like immediately. I need you to give me a quick roll. All of us or Heather? Heather, since she's the pilot. Um, two. Okay, nope. (laughs) Hold on, I got to this gummy cherry. Yeah, Susie, what are you freaking (laughs) eating while we're trying to podcast here? This is is podcast death. All right, I've gotten it chewed. Leaf got me a um, anniversary bouquet made out of gummy worms and gummy cherries. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best bouquet ever! <laughs> so much better amazing. than flowers. Yep. Ugh, I mean, there were times. roses, but they were um, mixed in with gummy candy. Fantastic. Yes. Can you eat the roses though? No. no. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah, just like siblings can have sex. Exactly. <laughs> technically, can it's just maybe not a good idea. Same idea. So Dee Dee had left for a moment to go to the bathroom. I filled her in on the temporal bullshit. So okay. if she has a reaction, I don't know if she'd like to share it right now. <sighs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah. As Loxus is struggling with to regain control of the ship and failing, do you have any sort of thought or reaction you would like to do? Um, we're, we're fully conscious of what's happening. We're not just like, blue. Uh, Shaquille is. You have Shaquille no idea. Is? Yeah. She's doing well, I, her. She's I told doing him her. about the temporal bullshit, yeah. but right, yeah. you're aware, but she's the one who's feeling it. Nobody else is like feeling it in your right. head or anything like that. Oh, okay. Oh, the pull. No, no, no. I'm sorry. So let me be clear. Sorry. Shaque- no, no, no. Shaquille's the only one who f- is feeling like the mental signatures, uh, your mental signatures in the black hole. She told you about it, and then Loxus said, "Should I get closer?" And at that moment, that's when the black hole really started to pull you in. So Okay, so it's physically pulling us in, but she's yes. the one feeling the mental pull. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, first of all, do we all know that we're being pulled in? Or does only Heather yes. at this point? Okay. It's, well, you feel... I would tell everybody. I mean, I would, would be like, oh, say? shit. Oh, yeah. What would you say? Just I would say, us. I mean, if my feet were up... And I was like cruising and all of a sudden I probably would be like, oh shit. And about fall over, you know, get my feet off. Right. And that's when you, that's when you did your role. Cause you put, you like put your feet down, you put your hands on the controls 
and I'm, I fucked I'm it up. I'm assuming at the time you're saying like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I, God damn. Look, we're going in. Ladies, we're going in. So now that I know we're getting pulled in and that it corresponded with us literally saying those words out loud, do I have any kind of mental sense of the worm or the black hole itself? No, in the sense that, I mean, the black hole is not giving any specific signatures, but as it's sucking you into its, you know, Black holeness? Grips. Yeah, I was looking for some poetic <laughs> language, and boy, it sure failed me. It's Enki Ma. Um, let me paint you a word picture with my great words. This is my favorite part. <laughs> this is what I look for. You Look, had me at Inky Ma. If you wanted me to recite you sections of the trademark manual of examining procedure, it'd be a different story. But, uh... <laughs> You don't know my king. <laughs> so, no, you're not really getting anything from the black hole as a thing. Okay. But you're, the mental signatures are intensifying as you're drawn in toward the black hole more. Okay, shit. Um, could, could, could I just, could I call the captain? I mean, I feel like this is one of those yeah. things that we should be like, hey, captain. So this is a thing. Captain. (laughs) Yes, Lieutenant. Captain, my captain. It appears that (laughs) the shuttle has increased in velocity significantly toward the black hole. Do you think that's a good idea? Uh, Yeah, no, that's not me. (laughs) It's just sucking us in. Oh. Uh, And then you you hear her say, um... Get that tractor beam on that shuttle and get them back into the shuttle bay as soon as possible. And you actually see, sort of around the periphery of the windows on your your shuttlecraft, the tractor beam try to lock onto you, but it's not enough. It's, uh... (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, I was really distracted. Someone's playing Minecraft in the living room and it confused me for a moment. Oh, (laughs) You guys- Minecraft is very confusing. I was like, that's such hey, soothing music. That's not at all appropriate <laughs> for the situation. I used to feel smart, and then I tried to play Minecraft. And then you <laughs> felt old? And then I was like, <laughs> it was, yeah. I got it on my phone. I paid for it, for Christ's sakes. And then I was like, I'm confused. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel when I use Snapchat. Oh, Seriously. I got rid of that, too. I don't understand it. Fuck that shit. Plus the facial facial recognition. Not into it. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Snapchat had a lot of weird, like, racist overlays that they thought yes, were hilarious. Yep. I was like, nah, hilarious not into it, racism. So, anyway. You guys, you guys are essentially... We're old. Technically, <laughs> well, you're old, and you're a tech, using a technical term in Starfleet. It appears you're boned. So okay. fucking boned. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> And before you can do anything else... Can we reverse thrusters? Did we try? You, maybe, like, Loxus is pounding on the panel, and you're, like, pounding on... You're doing that, like, thing where you, like, you see an NCIS where two people are trying to use the same keyboard at one time. (laughs) We're just smashing on it. I didn't think you you were doing it right, so I, like, tried to reverse thrusters, too, but, like, (laughs) neither of us were having any effects. I'm just in the back, like, boop, 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 ah! You're just still yeah. scanning. That's what you would be doing, Poza. I feel like she'd be like the Swedish chef back there. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and then it goes dark. Ah, oh, fuck. And it goes I don't quiet. Like dark. And we wake goes- up in a casino in the 1940s. <laughs> oh my god, this no. is great. I'm sorry. But Loxus. Yes. It's completely dark around you. There's no sound, there's nothing. There is a very disorienting feeling. Uh, all of it feels like every emotion, every thought, every feeling, every sensation you've ever had in your entire life, you're feeling them all right now. All at once. Ugh. That's too much. And then as quickly as it started, or was it quick? I don't know. It also felt like a century long. It stops. And you open your eyes. And you're back in the house of a gug. And your uncle, 
Well, pick a family member who you'd want to be on the council, I guess. I don't want to make that decision for oh, you. Oh, it's my auntie. Your aunt. Um, She aunt was T. on T. the council. She representing... Mm-hmm. Okay. Kiti Agag. She's... She's lecturing you. She says to you, she's speaking in Klingon. There's a bunch of spittle coming out of her mouth. She's very angry. She says to you, A Klingon without honor is no Klingon at all. And you... You are turning your back on your family with your actions. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, no. Uh, Auntie, no. I get a little... Oh, God. It's too much. So you're just sort of overwhelmed and maybe a little weepy or... Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, Auntie, no, no. Like, it's... Because I don't really want to have to face her, so... In that situation, I'd probably just actually crumble, not be a bitch. Do you have any idea what you've done to the honor of this house? Explain yourself. I would just hang my head. There's no explaining it. Did you think your actions were justified? Tell me why you thought you could have done that thing. What is that thing that you did, Loxus? Yeah, what did you do? What What did I do? Yeah. Yeah, remember in the, in the character-defining episode, one of your character definitions, I don't know if you listened to it yet, was that um, you just, you you had a family member on the council and you kind of disgraced your house in some way. They turned their back on you. Right. I mean, pretty pretty much because I, I wasn't really Klingon enough. I just, I just, I just left. I, I joined Starfleet. I didn't follow any of my family shit. Before you joined Starfleet, I'm sure there was a series of things that Loxus did that infuriated her family. <laughs> uh, it was fornicating with other species. Let's be honest. <laughs> You're not remaining Klingon by like fucking all these Andorians. Right? They were they were disgusted. They were so pissed off. And I'm like, love everybody. Come on. Why do we have to limit ourselves? Fuck the world. Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I wasn't yeah, I wasn't I wasn't about like like xenophobia. Alright? Yeah. She looks she looks you in the eye and she says, You know the Klingons are the strongest race. In the galaxy. I mean... You you actively choose to try to weaken us. You weaken yourselves. Explain yourself. You close yourself off to the outside world. You think you're better than everyone else. You have nothing to learn from other species, from other ways of life. You just think you're superior you're supremacist, and I'm not into that. We are superior. We're superior to our gods, even. Do I have to remind you that our gods were even too inferior for us? That we killed our gods? Well, I mean, that's for you. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to live the way you want, but I, I got to do me. She, um, she huffs. She says... The house of a gug will not forget what you, the way you live your life. And she spins around and she storms out. I yell after her. I hope they don't. And it goes black again for you. Posa. Oh boy. <laughs> again, it's the same feeling. Inky blackiness. Inky blackiness. <laughs> that's how that's how black it is. Uh, all those feelings rushing over you. Happy. Happiness, sadness, fear, joy, hunger, uh, sexiness. <laughs> all the all the staple emotions. <laughs> yeah. Right. And you're in the field with your father. And your mother's over there near the house, back, you know, further away from the field. Mm-hmm. And your father's talking to you. You're farming. 
He looks at you and he says, how old would you be, Poza? How old? Yeah. Um, I thought I was probably mid-twenties. Okay. Twenty-five, twenty-six. He looks at you and he says, you know, farming's important, daughter. But I've been thinking. Some things are even more important, like protecting the ones you love. And protecting your society. And making sure that everyone is safe. I haven't told you your mother this, but I think I'm thinking of joining the resistance. I commend that. I I think you know that I do. I think that's amazing. I mean, I've learned so much farming with you and I want to keep doing it, but there's so much more important things to do out there. I mean, mom knows how to farm. She can just stay here and she can do all this and she can you know, feed the resistance and you go to the resistance. Maybe I can go to the resistance too. I mean, I'm old enough. I can shoot a gun. I was going to ask you. I think it would kill your mother. You know how she feels about Starfleet. You know how she feels about the resistance. You know how she feels about, well. You know how I feel about her. So. I didn't tell you this to get you to join me. But I wouldn't Stand in your way. So long as we can assure that your mother won't get caught up in the middle of this and is safe. I know how to defend myself. And I know how to defend our home. So maybe I should just stay here. And if if we find out that it's it's not so hard if I left, maybe, after you leave, then then I can come, I can follow you, but I should probably, I should probably stay here. He smiles a little sadly and he reaches out to pat you, and his hand hits your shoulder. The field changes. The field is, it's, it's raised to the ground. The crops are gone. Uh, it's clear that fighting had taken its toll on the land Um, you you and your mother are at your house and you're arguing she says if you hadn't encouraged your father he wouldn't have joined the resistance and he would still be alive whether he joined the resistance or not he would still have to fight here at home so it's possible that he wouldn't have survived we're lucky that we survived and I kept you alive. And I did my best to keep this farm alive. Now it's nothing. We have to build it back up again. And I don't know how long it's going to take. The earth is completely ruined. If your father hadn't joined the resistance, they would not have targeted us. And you know that. I know that. You know that. And she's just yelling. She's screaming at you. And, I mean, at, at a certain point, she's no longer yelling coherent things at you. She's just mad. Yeah. Well, I I think that I already have like a bug out bag. Okay. And I go and I grab that and I say, it's either going to be fixed or not. But whether I'm here, it doesn't matter. You can do it or you can not do it. I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing what dad wanted me to do. And uh, you'll be fine. Deuces. Heartless. Deuces? Heartless and cool. <laughs> so you you just you bug out and she's she's yelling she's standing in the doorway and she's yelling at you as you leave. I, uh, I I picture myself as I'm walking out, I reach into my pocket, I like reach up and I pull my earring off, because all Bajorans have those fucking earrings. Mm-hmm, yep, whether mm-hmm. they're religious or not, they have to. And they throw, I I throw my earring kind of backwards. It maybe makes it into the house, maybe not. And I reach into my pocket and I put my dad's earring on. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, was that bad timing? (laughs) Slow clap. Slow clap. (laughs) And it goes black again for you. (laughs) Shaquille. Shit. (laughs) You're standing 
with your family. You know, you're as Enar, Enar, you all live in an underground bunker uh, in the northern wastes. You have reestablished, I mean, you've long since reestablished communication with the. What's the name of the main race? Andorians. Andorians, thank you. Uh, but you still have your own sort of. Uh, you really don't have a leader, right? You just, when you need a leader, you appoint one as a society. There's like a few thousand of you. It's not like there's a ton of you. Right. Um, but the Enar typically abhor violence, so you're quite peaceful. So you tend to work stuff out without getting an argument. So the need for a government is really unnecessary. And, you know, as a people, you've chosen to stay out away from everything else, even the other part, like part of your species. And your family is there, and I guess you're te- telepathically speaking, probably, right? Um, I yeah. guess you could talk with your mouths, too, but you're, when you're amongst each other, I'm sure you all speak telepathically. Right. Like Betazoids do, right? Right. Um, and do you have a, like, what does your family unit look like? Uh, I think I have a, a mom. I think okay. my dad probably died in some kind of a ice worm situation. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ice worms around here um and maybe i have like a little brother okay so your brother is tugging on your sleeve and he's got tears in his eyes and he's got these i mean like he's blind but like he's got these big round white eyes that are even rounder than normal i mean you can't really see them you can tell telepathically see them, right? So his eyes are really big and he's looking at you. You know, of course, he can't see you too well. He's mostly blind, but he's tugging on you. And he's what his eyes can't see is fleshed out by his, his mind, you know. And he's tugging on your sleeve and he's got tears in his eyes. And he says, no, sister, you can't leave. And your mother is so, sort of not disappointed, but also sad. And she says to you, honey, I support you 100% in everything that you choose to do. You're so brilliant. But do you think that joining Starfleet's the right decision? They're so violent. They're not, Mom. They're not. They fight only to protect themselves and others. It's a dangerous world out there, and we can't just pretend it doesn't exist. <sighs> If your father were here, he would not be happy. But you're your own woman now, and there's nothing we can really do to stop you. Look at your little brother. Do you want to leave him without a big sister? I do not look at him. I do not look at him at all. (laughs) And he tugs on your sleeve even harder, and he's like, Big sister, you know so much. You could teach me so much. I really enjoy. We would not have speech impediments for fucking telepathic. (laughs) He's little. He's little. He's got little. little. It's the little kid speech impediment. He's got little kid brain, so it sounds like a little kid's voice, right? I guess. I think they're trying to say it right. (laughs) You know, little kids' brains aren't so fully formed, right? They got a lot of growing to do, right? There's there's probably a telepathic equivalent of the speech impediments that little kids have, like sort of baby talk. Yeah. Yeah. Big sister, remember when you? Taught me how to uh, accommodate for the magnetic variance and the particle replicator. That was so interesting. I want you to stay and teach me more about technology. You are easily probably the smartest person in the compound about repairing uh, tech that's going bad or creating help creating new tech, things like that. So I, I don't look at him. I don't have to, to see him, to be honest. Right. But I don't turn around. I don't look at him. But I do say that I, brother, I hope you keep learning, but I have to go. And then I, I literally don't let them say anything else. I leave. And your mother calls after you. I'll send you those cakes you like. <laughs> do not do that, mom. <laughs> I know you like those, um... Romulan radish cakes. I can definitely <laughs> replicate them on the Starfleet base, Mom, please. They'll never be as good as your mother's. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, 
bullshit. I am so far away. I do not hear that part of it at all. (laughs) You're closing your heart off to your mother. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off whatever telepathic receptors I got. I do not hear it. Penny, where did... Oh, so it goes blank. It goes dark again. And all of those emotions and everything, just there's a complete void now. Uh, Penny? Mm Mm-hmm. You open your eyes. So... Who, which of your parents was the Vulcan and which one was the human? I thought I was full Vulcan. Were I you? I was a half. For yeah. some reason I have that you're half Vulcan. I don't know why I wrote that. Never mind. You're full Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> Mom and dad are both Vulcan. Our okay. chief engineer is a uh, half Vulcan, but. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Maybe Vulcan. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. That's why I got confused. Okay. So. At what age do you think you realized you wanted to start embracing? Um, I would say around 20 because okay. I went abroad to study. Mm. Um, like, you know, college-ish, whatever. You went. You I didn't went go to the to Vulcan. Study. I mean, you got done with the kind of the standard Vulcan Academy bullshit. But didn't go to like yeah. the science academy. Then, the like, right. No, I real. went into linguistics and in studying the other cultures to learn about their languages right, and right. things like that, I realized that... Um, there's like way cool shit out there. I want to. Go so did you there. go? Yeah. Did you start maybe your career at Starfleet, and that's what yeah. introduced you? Okay. So you're back home during a break. Starfleet mm-hmm. gives you breaks so you can go home and chill with family. Yeah, and Vulcans are really big into chilling. So. <laughs> big into chilling. Real big. Lots of meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Your parents notice that your behavior is a little unfettered, mm-hmm. and they've called you in one night after dinner to discuss the situation, mm-hmm. and they're staring at you with those, I mean, let's Dead be Vulcan honest, eyes. incredibly judgmental Vulcan eyes. They think they're uh-huh. so cool. They're the judgiest jerks in the world. Yeah. Your father says to you, Daughter, I've noticed that you've started to display some human characteristics, to put it mildly. That is an apt observation, Father. It's an astute observation. Astute observation. (laughs) Linguistics burn. Burn. Linguistics burn. See, I've already started to go downhill. <laughs> Did you actually say that to them? Are you being sassy like that to them? Yeah, I would say yes. So you're really letting it loose. And your father, you know, does that thing where he lifts one eyebrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the perfectly groomed arched eyebrow. Yeah. Yeah. Your mother walks, you know, steps up to his side and she says, Daughter, I think that you should take the next semester off from Starfleet and stay home. To continue your studies on maintaining your emotions. Well, that's not going to be a thing that happens because I, in my studies, have been able to go out and see so much more of the galaxy than you ever have or ever even will. And there's so much to learn out there. I'm not done. There's so much to learn out there that you guys will never even know about. And my mind is so open that I can't be confined back into this small mindedness that you have here. Are your parents, but they never really left, left home. Are they just sort of like, we live on Vulcan and that's like, we don't go anywhere or do anything. We just sit and meditate at the temple and like, blah, blah. Yeah. They're just plain Vulcan folk. Okay. Vulcan. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, your mother, sort of, you can tell she's a bit miffed, but she's doing it uh, the best to keep it on the DL. She says, well, we do not approve of the way that you're speaking to us or mm-hmm. that the way that you're acting. Mm-hmm. Careful, Mom, you almost showed an emotion there. You do know what happens when, when Vulcans do not contain their emotions, correct? You do understand why... We practice the way we do. Yes, and I don't think that it's right. I think that there are ways that you can balance logic and emotion without going off the rails. Your father says, You will have no one to blame but yourself, daughter. 
when you snap. Absolutely. And that's a mistake that I need to make for myself. How many lives will you take? Seven. <laughs> I feel bad because you t- I turned my, my mic down because Nathan's moving around, and so you didn't hear how hard I laughed at that. <laughs> After seven, I'll come back and I'll try it your way, whatever. <laughs> seven is the number I've set for myself. It will take seven deaths for you to come back and continue the practice of controlling your emotions with logic. Did I understand you correctly? If I get to seven, yes, I will be back. I don't foresee that happening. Thank you. Good night, Wisconsin! (laughs) (laughs) Your father shakes his head sadly and he says, If this is the path you choose to walk then we can no longer have you return home. It will be too much of a distraction. But daughter, when you realize the error of your ways, you realize that you need our guidance. You may return at that time. If I get to that point, then I will see you after seven. So your uh, Penny, your mom goes back behind the doorway. You're standing in sort of the little quote-unquote living room area full of uncomfortable Vulcan furniture. Right. <laughs> and she goes behind the doorway and she comes back and she has your Starfleet uh, st- uh, duffel bag, essentially. And it's mm-hmm. all packed. And she says to you, she says, well, we've... We, we were hoping that we weren't correct, but we anticipated this to be your response. So we booked you a return ticket to Earth to return to the Academy tonight. We would appreciate if you left the house now. Well, that was a very efficient of you. So thank you so much. I will be (laughs) back with all of my tales after I've killed seven people. But until then, have a great life and also get a comfy couch. Fuck Maybe you and back. fuck your couch. <laughs> yep, lay it down. Fuck your couch. Do you, like, flip a table at all? I don't think I need to. I think that that's probably... Because I think flipping a table would really um, prove to my father that I'm an angry person who's going to kill seven people. Right, you did a verbal table flip. <laughs> no anger. No anger. Don't give him that satisfaction. Right. Mm-mm. I'm just going to leave. All right. I'm going to live long and prosper and then flip him off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does actually say that to him. As he stops, he says, daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He holds up his hand and he says, he sighs, live long and prosper. Wow. And I say, I absolutely will. Hopefully you do too. He's already like 200 years old, so he's cool. He's cool. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> he's lived long. I'm on like Vulcan Rumspringer, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> And then everything goes black. Yeah. And then all of you simultaneously have that feeling again of everything you've ever learned, ever felt, ever touched, ever tasted, ever uh, smelled. I guess what are the what are all the senses? <laughs> Heard, tasted, yeah. smelled, touched, felt, all at once. And then nothing. And then you're all back on the shuttlecraft. And you're in space, floating in your shuttlecraft. Ouch. Hey. Mm. Oh, what the fuck? I think the very first thing I do when I come to is scan. You're just like, oh, I don't even think about it for a moment. It's just like my thing. Give me another careful roll. Three. That's not enough, but do you have a fate point? And can you, you can use a fate point to add plus two if, it, if you can justify using a um, approach, one of your approaches. Well, I mean, in addition to... Um, my role or whatever, my actual scan, I can use my awareness, yeah? My yeah. psychic ability, can that add plus two to me? Um, so, I guess you're trying to create, well, 
No. Okay. So you're going to use a stunt. Yeah. You're going to use basically your awareness to add a plus two. Yeah. As a stunt. Um, yeah. And I guess that would be clever, right? Cause I w- didn't wait. So we, for your awareness, we decided it would be, I, I think guess we decided on clever, but yeah, we kind of mucks that earlier. Um, cause stunts can really only be one. Otherwise it's broken if you could choose one more than one. So right. we'll just do your clever. Um, so what's your clever score? Oh, so I mean, that makes... No, it doesn't that, matter. You don't end your clever score. You just do plus two. I'm sorry. Okay, so plus two to my original roll, if I'm rolling for clever, gets me five. Okay. So you do your scan again. Now, sort of using your earlier scan and also the thing that just happened to you. Right. Um, and now you rescan for chronotron... Chrono- chronoton. Chronoton particles. And... And the, the black hole itself. And you realize that the black hole is gone. But what's left is a wake of chronoton particles. Um, and they're quickly, I mean, like, they're quickly spreading out into space as if sort of like um, something like a, you know, when you drop a rock into the water, it makes a splash up. It, you know, the splash goes up at first and then it, and then it sucks back down into the water. It kind of makes that pucker. That's what it feels like, it, or that's what it looks like. It like this sort of puckered, like kind of butthole, right? <laughs> I was so hoping you were going to say that because if not, I was say going to say and it. then not follow it with butthole. <laughs> Once I said puckered, I knew I had to use that. I needed to you use had to. the butthole. <laughs> and these proton particles are spreading out away from the butthole as if sort of a force had pushed them, as if when the black hole. Um, from what you can tell, ceased to exist for whatever reason, it created sort of a shockwave that's sending the chroniton particles out away from where it used to be. So what do you know, what do you know about this black hole? Well, we know it was an aging black hole in a place where we were unaware black hole existed previously, where we, we knew it didn't exist previously. Then we maybe entered it, and then we maybe had weird flashbacks. And then we now are on the <laughs> other side of it. And it's got chroniton particles all up ends. So we definitely went through a temporal anomaly. Where's where's uh, the Komodo? Did we scan for the Komodo? Is it there? We should definitely scan for the Komodo. And you don't need a roll. You can just take your time. Quote, unquote, take your time. Take like the 30 seconds to do this. <laughs> the Komodo's there, actually. And you notice as you're scanning for the Komodo, the um, incoming hailing icon is like bleeping on your panel, like out of control. You're getting an incoming message. Oh, well, press you know. the button for it. Make that happen. Lieutenants. Lieutenants, yes. are you there? That's Captain Katav. Katav. We're here. Katav. Yes. We're here, Captain. Hi. Are you all there? Are you all safe? Yes, ma'am. I think so. Looks like. Physically, yes. I glance just to make sure I'm not the only safe one. You're all there. You All of your arms and legs are where they're supposed to be. Nobody yes. swapped heads or butts or anything weird. Put <laughs> <laughs> my hands on someone's butt. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I just grabbed my own ass and like my boobs and I'm like, mm, I think those yep. are the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't swap. We spent a lot of time on the character creation episode talking about, you know, <laughs> your tits. <Yeah>. So <laughs> Everyone's tits are accounted for. Mine are still very yes. small. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My alpha memories are in place. <laughs> well, we lost transmission and contact with your shuttle for a good five minutes. You were pulled into that black hole and, well, what we think was a black hole. And then you suddenly came back captain we're no longer reading the black hole do you have this can you confirm yeah we're not reading it either here lieutenant it's gone do you have any other information that your closer sensors have revealed has revealed all i'm sensing is some chroniton particles uh, a wake of chroniton particles as we experienced something passing through the anomaly interesting well, I would like the four of you to return to the ship as soon as possible and have medical, uh, full medical exams done on you to make sure that everything is all right. Aye, aye, Captain. We might maybe need to talk to, like, the counselor, too. I mean, I, I'm not, I can't speak for everybody, but maybe. 
People usually don't go into black holes and come back out. Well, well, I guess we did, technically. Mm-hmm. So, she says, all right, Captain out. Return to the ship, Captain out. Let's go! Set a course, locks. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, yeah. uh, Lieutenant uh, Mary Ott. Yeah, we need to get back to Mary Ott and <laughs> yeah. our ship in the shuttle bay there. <laughs> All right, so, whoa, there's a beverage called the Black Hole on Memory Alpha? Mmm, make some of those next time we get together. They do order the Black Hole on DS9 a lot. Oh, it's a Ferengi drink. Yeah, Kira orders it. Yeah, it's something Dax drinks for breakfast. Of course she does. So, yeah, so, you get back to the ship. Do you report to the med bay? Obviously. I do. Dr. Celia McKenzie, our Scottish female doctor, (laughs) I go straight to her. Hey. Hey. That's not what they sound like. Hey. I'm Scottish. That's Swansea. Great. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I can't do accents. No. (laughs) Why exactly did you give two of our bridge crew or main crew accents then (laughs) you do the best accents i thought i would try and then i realized i'm not good at it (laughs) but it's it's so good though yeah (laughs) so celia mckenzie she's doing a workup on you and she says ah lassies (laughs) do it do it (laughs) you got this (laughs) There's nobody who's gone through a black hole and come back. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't light that candle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Ghost rapist. Are we okay, Doc? (laughs) McDoctor. (laughs) I... He seemed just fine to me. I did did a little little research. Diddle. Uh, when I heard you went through a black hole, and I, I'm kind of a little Irish now instead of Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> difference, baby girl. And uh, seems there's only one person who's gone through a black hole and come back. Who that? Was uh, was Captain S- Admiral Spock? <gasps> Captain Admiral Spock. Captain mm-hmm. Admiral Spock. <laughs> <laughs> I did a little research. It appears that uh, in uh. 2387. He went through a black hole, created a tunnel through space time. He did. Could this be what we've encountered? Did we just make like an alternate timeline again? Like another one that doesn't already exist? Anything's possible. Oh, God. What? When she looks at you actually with wide eyes and she says, What if? What if you're all? What if you're from a different timeline? And she starts scanning again. You can take our vitals, but you can never take our freedom. (laughs) Can you compare our uh, whatever biosignatures to the ones that transported uh, the last transporter log? Well, you all appear to be exactly the same, except for this mass of chroniton particles in all of your brains. I start just like, like just scratching and like brushing and just like, God, what the fuck? <laughs> I like, I understand what it is, but I'm also freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Well, I would suggest looking at your records to make sure everything matches up. But from a medical perspective, you seem to be just fine. I recommend talking to the captain. Okay. And actually, mm-hmm. as she says that, the captain walks in. She's like, what's the prognosis? Does she think we're going to die? No, she says she thinks you're medically fine. No, I'm the captain. She sound, comes in and sounds like, so are they going to die or? <laughs> no, she says, what's the prognosis? Looks at the captain and she says, well, captain, we may have a bit of mystery on our hands. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs>
Just put some tape on my mouth. Sit me down in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) I do that. I put some tape on your mouth. Okay. Replicator, one tape, please. Hey everybody, this is Danny, and you have been listening to Mammary Alpha. Your hosts would like to thank Smelly Tooth for our theme song and Roll Music for various other musics on the podcast. You can find us online at mammaryalpha.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mammary Alpha. You can find our other projects and our Patreon at postrepost.com. And if you can't support us on Patreon, you can still financially support us by listening to our episodes with ads. Find that link and the RSS feed details at mammaryalpha.com. 